A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Paul addressed the people in these words, I am a Jew born in Tarsus in Cilicia, but brought up in this city. At the feet of Gamaliel, I was educated strictly in our ancestral law and was zealous for God, just as all of you are today. I persecuted this way to death, binding both men and women and delivering them to prison. Even the high priests and the whole council of elders can testify on my behalf. For from them I even received letters to the brothers and set out for Damascus to bring back to Jerusalem in chains for punishment those, those there as well. On that journey, as I drew near to Damascus, about noon, a great light from the sky suddenly shone around me. I fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? I replied, Who are you, sir? And he said to me, I am Jesus the Nazarene, whom you are persecuting. My companions saw the light, but did not hear the voice of the one who spoke to me. I asked, What shall I do, sir? The Lord answered me, Get up and go into Damascus, and there you will be told about everything appointed for you to do. Since I could see nothing because of the brightness of the light, I was led by hand by my companions and entered Damascus. A certain Ananias, a devout observer of the law, and highly spoken of by all the Jews who lived there, came to me and stood there and said, Saul, my brother, regain your sight. And at that very moment I regained my sight and saw him. Then he said, The God of our ancestors designated you to know his will, to see the righteous one, and to hear the sound of his voice. For you will be his witness before all to what you have seen and heard. Now why delay? Get up and have yourself baptized and your sins washed away, calling upon his name.
Jesus appeared to the eleven and said to them, Go into the whole world and proclaim the gospel to every creature. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Whoever does not believe will be condemned. These signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will drive out demons, they will speak new languages, they will pick up serpents with their hands, and if they drink any deadly thing, it will not harm them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. begins his public ministry, we heard this just yesterday, is he begins with the proclamation of repentance. So that did not end with John. And as our Lord finishes his course, all the way up to the ascension, he proclaims us once more, go proclaim the gospel call to repentance. When we think of belief, we have a very uh, static version, even that belief simply in tenets. You know, I believe in one God, Father Almighty, these are all wonderful, <laughs> these are good. But belief, uh, just as St. James says, show me your faith through, uh, without works, and I'll show you my faith through my works that believe, to truly believe, is a, this total conversion of mind, heart, soul, and strength to love God with everything. So those who do not believe will be condemned. I thought, <laughs> didn't our Lord die for the, the salvation of all? Yes, absolutely. And yet, as God desires all to be saved and come to the knowledge of truth, so he calls many, or truly calls all who are Christians, all who are baptized, to a life of proclamation, a life lived out in faith in the Son of God who died for us and gave his life up for us. This life, is the motivating uh, factor, the, the very life of St. Paul, as he, his missionary uh, drive, just as his drive to uh, squash the Christian faith in, in, his, in his ignorance, that, that drive to bring people into the life of God and being convinced as we all should be because that is the word of scripture that even though God works outside the visible bounds of the church and the sacraments that it is far better <laughs> and indeed uh, 
necessary to proclaim the gospel. He says, woe is me, should I not proclaim the gospel? And sometimes we might wonder, you know, you look at the children who are baptized and the children who are unbaptized, and it seems like the baptized children are just as rowdy and, and ornery and all. And yet for us, we never have to doubt, is it better to be Christian or better, of course, uh, to be Catholic, but uh, better to be Christian uh, or not? Because, you know, the psalmist, this is, yes, this, you can look at it in many ways through the scriptures, but the psalmists are very easy. They say, well, uh, the evil, their bodies are sleek and sound in me. I'm faithful to your law, O God, and I am wasting away. So what's, what's the deal, God? And yet, the one gift that we have that we never have to fear is God. Uh, is it better to be Christian or not? is the Most Holy Eucharist, and that God himself dwells in our midst and desires to give himself to us, sinful that though made worthy uh, by him, by his touch, his laying of his hand upon us, that we would recover. So, to dwell so deeply in the Most Holy Eucharist, that we cannot but be changed, because that's impossible that we not be changed, save uh, saying no. <laughs> uh, it, that we would truly have a deeper and deeper faith, which again is conversion of mind, heart, soul, and strength of love, that we would bring others to the Holy Eucharist, that we would not uh, that we would ourselves be impelled by the, the love of God. The, the charity of Christ compels us to give our hearts to him, to give our hearts to others, to bring other hearts to him.